This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What retro fashion trend that is making a comeback as we speak are you totally into? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer is off today. Holly and I are here with you. Our friend Brian's at the controls. The Wait. whole cast of characters is here. That's right. Now, Holly, why are we asking people this question? Uh, well, you know, Colleen, I go on the internet sometimes. Oh, And I also look at things. I like clothes. I put them on my body. And noticing that a lot of retro fashions are back. Now, this is nothing new because we've been doing retro things for like the past 75 yes. years. Mm-hmm. It's a phenomenon. It is. But specifically, I saw this article saying that Jenko jeans are on the full comeback trail. Jenko jeans, which are essentially the sweatpants of jeans. The sweatpants of jeans. (laughs) I mean, let's be real. They really are. When you want to be raving and you want to be comfortable, you pull for your pair of Jenko jeans. (laughs) Uh, I don't think they said that in the ads back in the 90s, but big 90s revival is here. Mm -hmm. The jeans are looser. The clothes are baggier. Mm Mm-hmm. And it, you know what? This is like perfect post-pandemic. I mean, and let me tell you, I'm not mad about it. No, I'm not mad about it. Now, will I go to wearing Jenko jeans? No, I think that's a bridge too far. Mm -hmm. Gonna let the tweens take that trend over. Oh, and they will. Don't worry. Yeah. And fantastic. May you also experience 12 years old, 12 year old that's listening the pleasure yeah. of having the back of your baggy jeans drag against the wet yeah. winter mm-hmm. sidewalk mm-hmm. and get chewed up on the back. Yeah, it is frustrating. They will never be the way they were the day you bought them. No, they won't. And that's fine. But totally here for big jeans and also throwback trends. So I didn't want to be like, I don't want to do that anymore. I wanted yeah. to celebrate Something there's a trend. If there's a trend that you actually like from back in the day that has come back and you're here for it, let's celebrate it. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. We've got Angie on the line. Let's go to Angie. Hi, Angie. Angie, what is that retro trend that's back and you are super here for it? Okay, there's two, and I like was in college and high school in the '90s, so I'd already previously experienced this. But the two are. Crunchies, yes. and the second one is um, like hiking boots, like Timberlands. Yes, yes. I am with you. Um, so, are you currently rocking a scrunchie and some Timberlands? <laughs> I actually am. I'm in the some parking lot. Yeah, <laughs> Angie. And I've got my hair up in a just messy bun with the hiking boots. Yeah, I. I You're rocking great. it. You're rocking it. Thank you for your call, Angie. Have a great day. Thanks, Angie. Yeah, I love it. Scrunchy and Timberland boots. I do, like, listen, in the 90s, I was the queen of leggings and hiking boots. I was doing no hiking. Zero hiking. 
to be done. You weren't outdoorsy when no. you were a teenager? No, but I had the hiking boots to show and the leggings and the scrunchie for sure. Yes. So I, like Angie, uh, feel like this is a trend that I felt comfortable in in the 90s, and I would welcome that all back. Yeah. 651-641-1071. What is that retro trend that's back and you're totally here for it? I did see something about banana clips the other day. Yes, that's a TikTok thing right now. And I'm super, I will just confess, I bought a bunch of banana clips like maybe three or four years ago, hoping that they would come back because that that was just a real good, easy ponytail. Well, that's the fun thing about retro yes. trends is if you keep it long enough, yes, it's eventually going to circle back. back. It might be a little weird, but yeah. that's okay. Yeah, that's exactly. Fine. 651-641-1071. What's the retro trend that is back and you're here for it, Holly? Yes. What's yours? Oh, well, like Angie, I'm wearing mine today. Yeah. Doc Martens. Yes. They're back. Oh, yeah. And better than ever. Now, the first time time did the Doc Martin thing, did it a little preppy style, meaning that they were the brown ones Uh, and they were the low boots. uh, Well, they were boots. Oh, you got to wear boots. Lucky. (laughs) I did get to wear boots. I did preppy and I had black Oxfords. So I didn't even get like to have a, a high top or any type of boot. Oh, really? No, I was not allowed the boot. You had to show your ankles. I had to show wow, my ankles. Wow, how immodest of no. you. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Doc Martens are totally back. Yes. I bought the giant clunkers. Yeah, you did. By the way, bought them on Facebook Marketplace, went out to a, a outer range suburb, and there was a school bus parked in the driveway. And out pops the person out of the school bus and is like, here you go. I don't know how they got them, Colleen. I don't care. You don't need to know. I don't need to know. They're yours now. Yes, but now Doc Martens... <laughs> Totally here for it. Yeah. Also, it's just this shift into comfy styles. And it's fascinating. It's been fascinating uh, watching the the jean discourse yeah. online, the denim discourse. I've been watching the <laughs> denim discourse. <laughs> yes. Well, that it's been moving away from skinny jeans yes. for the past, I would say, three to four years. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it's like, well, you know, commerce is like, get the new jean. It's it's wide leg. Mm-hmm. And then people are all like, no, I'm not going to do the skinny jean. Well, we've been through this song and dance yeah. before. I give you the year 2005 when everyone was clinging on to boot cut yeah. jeans like it was the end of the world and the skinnies were coming in. Yeah. So I just say embrace the flow and widen your pants or you know what? Wear whatever you want. Isn't that the great thing, though? Yes. 2021 <laughs> trends. What is that? What even is that? It's do you. Magnets. How do they work? I, I don't, don't know. 651 <laughs> What is the retro trend that is back and you're here for it? Now, I got to be really honest. When I think about the retro trends, I take it one. I take it to 11 because I I think not only of the trend, but also the place where I bought the trends. And I just would like to take this moment to invite these things back into the world. I would like to invite Delia's back into the world. Yes. I would like to invite Lerner back into the world. Lerner. I would like to invite Contempo Casuals back into the world. Please. Every all of you come back. Now is your time. We need you again. But Contempo, man, we would be just, oh, what? <laughs> here's the thing about trends coming back. And then we got to go. This summer, went to the mall, wanted to buy a swimsuit. Mm-hmm. I was like, great, I'm going to buy a swimsuit. Went into Zoomies. Yeah. Where they thought I was somebody's mom shopping. Right. And I was like, I'm shopping for myself. <laughs> no, that's for me. No, that's for me. Yeah. So uh, I've gone through the looking glass. Yep. Where the people working at these stores are just saying, 
be careful what you wish for, Colleen, in bringing back Contempo Casual. Sure. Because that time might have passed for us. We're done now. So we're going to bring it back for your kids. <laughs> Thank you. I'm fine with it. Because if I can at least still get, scratch the itch of shopping there for somebody else. Although, well, I can't. We can't get into it. My daughter literally dresses like me in the 90s. And there are certain things. And I feel so bad for her because she puts them on. And I'm like, really? And I need to not do that. Because you know what? To her, acid wash jeans are beautiful. And I want to honor that. We, we honor that today. I do need Chris to have the last word. We've got Chris on the line. Hi, Chris. What's the retro trend that's back? And you're super here for it. I am super here for the mom jeans. Because I have the mom tummy. Yes. And it's lived very comfortably behind the elevated waistline and i could not be happier thank you i'm yes. with you chris we love the mom jeans we don't need to show any kind of whale tail right absolutely <laughs> not no one needs to see that chris thanks, <laughs> thanks for your chris. call i'm here for it too all right, when we come back on do the Colleen and Bradley show. Do not bring back the whale tail. No. Leave that in the year 2000. I repeat, do not bring back the whale tail. We are anti-whale tail here. I mean, it just, things happen. Oh. Okay? Yeah. Things get picked up on those. <laughs> that shouldn't be. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's a holiday miracle. Holly's going to share a little gift with me having to do with Rebel Wilson after this on My Talk 1071. Are you looking for Little Elf Dawn on the MyTalk website, mytalk1071.com? You should be. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, MyTalk1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley starting his holiday as we speak. Holly and I are here with you. And uh, Dawn is hiding somewhere on the MyTalk1071 website. She's waiting for you to find her. And when you do, you are to click on her with her little elf hat on and Register yourself to win $1,000. We're giving it away tomorrow on the Lori and Julia show at 530. And Holly, we have a clue, don't we? Yeah, we sure do. So here's your clue to find Don today. Don shows up where shows show up. Da, 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 da. Again, that clue to find host self Don today is Don shows up where shows show up. Now, you go find her, click on that picture, register to win $1,000, and somebody's going to get that gift tomorrow at 5.30 on the Lori and Julia show. But right now, here on the Colleen and Bradley show, Holly has brought me a gift, a pop culture gift, and I'm so excited. Holly, what's the gift? Ho, ho, ho! Merry, merry holidays! Now, Colleen, this is a little wish fulfillment segment. Okay. I might not be able to do a lot. But I can do this like for you. I like my own personal Santa Claus. Yesterday at this time, Colleen, you brought a story to the table or and with a humble request. It was but one small request. To leave Rebel Wilson's weight loss journey narrative behind in 2021. Because we have lived through two years of it. And I am not, that is not to say I am not proud of her or that she didn't do very hard work to get where she is today, or that it is not commendable. All I am saying is that for two years, we have followed the narrative of the year of health, and then the year after the year of health. And now I want the year of... Shut up. Well, (laughs) unfortunately, Colleen, you're not going to get the year of shut up from Rebel Wilson. I know. Because we spent two whole years years building that narrative. So she has to... She's going to speak. But it's moving forward. I'm here to tell you, Colleen. Oh, we are moving forward with Rebel Wilson's let us celebrate celebrity narrative. Let us celebrate the good news today from on high that the following headline appeared on DailyMail.com. Okay, okay, okay. 
Rebel Wilson sparks romance rumors with Australian tennis star Matt Reed weeks after the pair attended the AACTA Awards together in Sydney. Okay, this is like a gift on two levels. Because the first gift is we got through an entire headline without even mentioning her year of health. Ding, ding, ding. ding. Holler, pew, pew. The second gift, as you might imagine... Is the fact that we have a baby population ship that we can celebrate now? Yay! Yay! It's crowning! Yes! <laughs> Get your gloves on. We're going to catch it. Because, exactly, Colleen, astute population ship scholar that you are, Rebel Wilson is moving on with somebody new, which is exciting because now I will say that in this article at the Daily Mail, Still flexing that old publationship, Jacob P. Bush, because his name shows up in this. Of course. Because that's the last time that we talked about Rebel Wilson having a romantic relationship with anybody. Right. That's fine. Look, baby steps in this. Because I did a control F search for the word health in this article. And? And it only shows up health well it shows up twice one is an event that rebel wilson attended back in september of 2020 which was prince albert's planetary health gala in monaco that's planetary health so that's a whole different kind of health i mean it sounds i support it yeah i mean it sounds like a nonsense event we don't have time to get into that it's fine (laughs) but all that was mentioned of rebel wilson's health journey was actually in relation to her dating life. They quoted her from saying something before. I will say we dated before I started any of this health journey as well as now. Okay, so, so even, that was about Jacob P. Bush. That was about Jacob P. Bush, Rebel Wilson's ex-boyfriend, which is fine. Yes. Fine. You're given a little health. You're given a little context, but it the journey has started, Colleen. Yeah. She's moving away from um, that. She's moving away from her health journey and is moving on. Firmly in Publationship Town, which is where many uh, many celebrity live. I am very proud of this. Yeah. I am happy. I, I Listen, I'm going to reserve my glee until this is happening slightly more consistently. But yes, I appreciate the fact that somebody is listening to my hues and cries. We do not need to speak anymore. Again, and I think I asked this yesterday. It is sort of... Um, it is a, what's the word, rhetorical question. At what point does a person who has changed their body in some way just get to have the body they're in? Mm-hmm. Meaning. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters. And, what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Like, why is it that when you lose weight, for how long do you have to pay it, like, call it 
newly slimmed down or you know why is that then why is the old body the baseline all i'm saying is the body you're in the meat bag you're in is the meat bag you're in at any given point and if we're gonna all have grace for that we gotta all have grace for that right thank you thank you colleen absolutely agree with that second thing i would like to talk about is this publationship because this totally makes sense in terms of the right person you know for rebel wilson to be publication shipping with because she tennis is like a passion of hers. She's a sporty gal. She is, and she's played tennis. In fact, I think she played competitively um, before she uh, started acting. Um, and she shared pictures of herself playing tennis. And I think it is a thing that she does still. And so this, like, dating a tennis professional is totally on brand for her. Yeah, great. And I am loving this narrative, and I cannot wait to see what this publicationship has in store for us. Yeah, it's fabulous. You look at Maddie, Matt Reed's Instagram account. He's at Maddie underscore Reedy. And he put this out earlier this month, the AACTA Awards last night with this awesome crew. And it's him, Rebel Wilson, and mm-hmm. two Australian celebrities that I don't know. I'm sorry. But- <laughs> But they all look nice and they look like they had a good time. So this is totally a natural publicationship. The Venn yeah. diagram works. It works. Here for I'm it. here for this for sure. I'm sorry. Now I have to go look because I'm wondering if this is the same picture that Rebel Wilson has up on her Instagram that looks and I'm not. This is going to sound judgy. It is not meant to be judgy. It is just a reaction to how we Photoshop things. Her teeth are so white and i'm not saying she doesn't have very white teeth i'm just saying that the clearly the color of this picture has been monkeyed with such that her teeth really stand out yeah you know everybody in the picture is gorgeous yes so it's we're moving on colleen yeah and we're moving on and i'm looking at her instagram she's got a oh i love her swimsuit in this first picture it's got long sleeves it's cute she's just she's like i'm blushing and look at me oh good Moving forward. Moving forward. Congratulations. The year, Moving forward. Years of health journey are wrapping up Thank for you. Rebel. Thank you. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are still on a journey to expose all the D-bags of Hollywood with some celebrities behaving badly after this on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Brian. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer is starting his holiday. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho. Or just the two of us. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, right now on the Colleen and Bradley show, you have come to expect us to alert you to the celebrities behaving badly. We call them D Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Nothing but D Yes, sing it. Who's your D-bag, Colleen? The Daily Mail and all tabloids and this week. Oh, boy. I know. It's a lot. That's a lot. (laughs) Uh, To illustrate that, I would like to bring you this story from the Daily Mail. Now, when I say this week, I mean the barren wasteland of celebrity stories that is the weeks around Christmas and New Year's. Here's a pro tip. Mm. Inside baseball. Yeah. Hollywood shuts down yep. the last two weeks of the year. It's true. Everybody gets out of town if they can. They've got people probably with stories stacked up. That's why you get all these kind of evergreen stories. Okay, yeah. continue. Yes, thank you. Headline in the Daily Mail exclusive. Oh, great. Congratulations. 
Can't wait to see what you have to offer us, the Daily Mail. Tori Spelling fist bumps husband Dean McDermott after family lunch. As friends predict, they'll divorce in early 2022. What? (laughs) This is the best we can do right now. We are, we have the C squad right now reporting over at the Daily Mail. Is that even C squad? It's not even. I don't even know if it's a letter in the alphabet. We have, we're really, we're bottom of the barrel in it right now. Tori Spelling apparently and her whole family went to lunch at a Thai slash sushi restaurant called Red Ginger in Woodland Hills on Monday. So two full days ago, and it took two days for them to get this very important piece of news out to us. I'm sad to report. Great. Apparently, uh, the, now, by the way, I want you to look at the hat, the back of the hat that Tori Spelling is wearing. Can you see it? Yeah. It says TikTok. Oh, honey. She's wearing oh, a TikTok honey. hat. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, fine. Me thinks the good people of TikTok say thank you for promoting us. Tori. I don't think that they need Tori no. Spelling's help in the marketing department They're that good. TikTok. They're, They're fine. Good. They're fine. But the picture shows the two of them, uh, Tori Spelling and her husband, Dean McDermott, which, you know, the rumors that they have been spreading have been that these two are on the rocks. Uh, and we are apparently to expect a big divorce in 2022. Ooh, okay. okay. Um, but they're standing outside talking. Now, to me, to me, the headline should be Dean McDermott is smiling. I mean, he looks happy in these pictures, which is not what you usually get in pictures of Dean McDermott and Tori Spelling that are acting out this like terrible relationship that they have where they are apparently going to divorce in 2022. Sometime early 2022. But instead, what gets the headline is the fist bump. So the two of them working together. (laughs) Working together. So dumb. Paying for that parking. I don't care. I don't. I don't care. But I also understand that this is the week of I don't care. Oh, yeah. Like everything that you're reading this week, if you're reading anything this week, and we will dig deeper into this a little bit later in the hour, but anything you're actually in the next segment, anything you're reading this week. If it is new news, that is somebody trying to break through clutter to make you talk about them because virtually nothing is happening right now. Yeah. If you see something, well, this is a little tease for the next segment. If you see news of a celebrity that you wouldn't normally see, that's because they're like, oh boy, real celebrities mm-hmm. are taking time off. Let's get our story on the front page of page six because they need fresh content yes. and we shall provide. Yes. Also, Colleen, the article that cites that they're going to get divorced in the new year was published last month. It says November 30th. <sighs> oh, that so came tired. out weird. I'm that so came out of you. Tired. Sorry. I'm like, what was that noise? No, that was me. Being that was tired. my body. That was my body <laughs> expelling any bleeps that it ever had. <laughs> oh, I didn't know we were going to have a live exorcism today on the show. But I'm great. sorry. I just listen. This is also like the the week where I process. I don't know about you. I will speak for myself. I process all the crap we've shoveled through in the last. 365 days. Oh, yeah. And this is like the top of the heap of crap. Like the manipulation of trying to get us to care about a marriage that we didn't care about to begin with is so exhausting to me. Yeah. I can only imagine how exhausting it is to Tori Spelling. Oh, I'm sure it's epically exhausting to Tori Spelling. But Tori Spelling has moved in the direction of monetizing her personal life. Right. 
that at this point, if she wants to stay in the public eye and wants to remain a celebrity, this is the narrative that has been chosen. She chose her own adventure in this right. way. And so for, order for that adventure to continue, in order to monetize that adventure, we're going to be getting stuff like Dean McDermott paying for parking in yeah. Woodland Hills yeah. at a Thai restaurant. Yeah, and fist bumping his and, soon to possibly be ex-wife. Whatever. Yeah. Okay, fine. 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 Okay, Holly, who's your D-bag? <laughs> this is a legit D-bag. Okay. James Franco. Oh, Oof. Mm-mm. We went from like a mild D-bag to like legit, legit severe. Gross. That's nasty. So James Franco decided to do an interview and uh, with a, a person named Jess Cagle. I think that's how you say their name. Um, I, I believe that person maybe at one point had something to do with People Magazine. I mm. want to say that maybe... They were the editor of People Magazine at one point in time. Uh, yes, they were the editor-in-chief of People Magazine for five years, 2014 to oh, 2019. Okay. So it was like, okay, I know that this person that's doing the interview yeah. is somebody of note. Anyways, they got a program, and they interviewed James Franco. Oh, okay. James Franco, not having really talked that much in public for the past couple of years because of allegations against him of sexual misconduct, inappropriate sexual behavior, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Well, he decided to come clean about that on this interview. And he said, James Franco, that he had sex with his students for more than two years after they accused him of sexual exploitation. So this is what happened in this interview. James Franco thought that sleeping with his students at his acting school called Studio Four was acceptable because it was consensual. He did deny that he started the program to have access to them because that was a rumor that was going around. We saw it via NT Lawyer mm-hmm. in our blind items, crazydaysandnights.net and several other places that essentially accused James Franco of starting this acting school so that he would have access to young people and then would sexually exploit them. Okay, can we stick a pin in that? Because I do want to circle back to that. But I, but I want you to finish what else he said. Okay. But stick a pin in that because I want to circle back. Great. So James Franco said... Look, I'll admit, I did sleep with students. I didn't sleep with anybody in my sex scenes class. But over the course of... Oh, I feel better now. Thanks, James. (laughs) Yeah, thanks, honey. But over the course of my teaching, I did sleep with students, and that was wrong. He went on to explain James Franco, but like I said, it's not why I started the school, and I didn't... I wasn't the person that selected the people to be in my class. So it wasn't a master plan on my part, but yes, there were certain instances where... you I can't right now. Oh, he still goes on, Colleen. But you know what? I was in a consensual thing with a student that I shouldn't have been. Now, Franco acknowledged that he realized that sleeping with students was poor form after having conversations with other people about the concept. Okay. Because he was like, well, I thought it was consensual. So the what he's doing right now, do not be fooled. What he's doing right now is saying, like, I'm partially guilty of doing something I shouldn't have done, but the rest of it is not guilty, mm-hmm. which is not the, that is not an admission of any sort at all. That is an attempt to continue to deflect mm-hmm. and uh, to minimize what the, these women's experience has been. Yeah. Now, the thing I wanted to loop back to is the thing that he said about I saying when he said I did not start the school to have access to these people as he's been accused of. Yes. I just want to 
I just want to like offer the possibility that that might not have been a conscious decision of his. Uh-huh. So what he may be saying is like I, he didn't like have this diabolical plan in place. However, if indeed you, James Franco, have an appetite for young women who are making their way in Hollywood and you like, you know, somewhere in the back of your mind that this that this will give you more access. Do you mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? It's yeah. like the the plan doesn't have to be on the front end, but it still could be a factor in your planning, whether or not it was conscious. And I want to just say that out loud because he may not realize that that was a value of his, mm-hmm. but his behavior says, tells a different story. Oh yeah. His behavior sets a, it tells a totally different story. And what's his choice of words, very deliberate in as much as, Okay, I thought these relationships were consensual. Then we've had conversations in the past several years of being that, well, when these relationships happen within the construct of the power dynamic that you yourself have set up. Right. What does that mean? Right. What does consent mean? Mm-hmm. It's a it's a gray area for sure. Yeah. Because there are lots of conversations still happening about that. Yes. Where it's like, okay, well, technically, yes, you are still two adults. And if two adults are partaking in this, then the terminology would be correct that it's consensual. Mm-hmm. However, it seems like the other person doesn't think that it's consensual. Right. And then, so where do we go from here? Right. I'll just bring these things up because his choice of words, James Franco, uh, were very deliberate and an, an attempt to an manipulate. Attempt, well, an attempt to manipulate and an, an attempt, to, quite frankly, to salvage his career. Right. Because James Franco, we haven't heard a lot from him. Yeah. Now, I don't know who got in his ear and said, hey, James Franco, you need to get out in front of the public during this dead time mm-hmm. in Hollywood coverage. Mm-hmm. And you need to tell your story because perhaps, you know, one could say cynically that also being part of the strategy, being that people aren't particularly paying attention to the story in the way that they would say perhaps a month ago. Right. So they're going to pay enough attention to it because it is in the barren wasteland that is celebrity news during the uh, last two weeks of the year. Yes. Uh, people will pay enough attention to it. And then in a month, if James Franco comes up in conversation, they will be able to refer back to sound bites from this exact interview to make it seem like he has been contrite and mm-hmm. that he understands the effect of the choices that he made. Mm-hmm. Um that that is a there is a bold strategy taking place in front of our very eyes. Yeah, you know, and and there's an ownership on on James Franco's part where he says in this interview, "I let a lot of people down. I let my students down. I let that he said I hosted the Oscars. I let them down. I let my coworkers down on my movie." So James Franco taking ownership mm-hmm. of his behavior, so that in the headlines moving forward, exactly, Colleen, people can point back and be like, "Well." He put it out there. Right. Let's move forward. Right. It's a little more complicated than that. But there you go. Well, one thing I do know for sure is that we do need to move forward on the Colleen and Bradley yeah, show to yeah, another yeah. segment. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Why? show, remember, we've been talking about this barren wasteland that is celebrity news during the last two weeks oh, of the year. The tumbleweed goes by. Oh, but look. Yeah. Oh, but look, here's something that they want us to talk about. So we'll do it. Fine. After this on My Talk 1071. Broadcasting from the barren wasteland of celebrity stories, it's us, the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer has started his holiday. 
He doesn't care what's going on with the celebrities. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Flee with the Barren Wasteland. But we do. Holly and I are here. Yeah. Brian's at the controls uh, here in the Barren Wasteland. We are watching the tumbleweeds roll by. But oh, wait, look. Oh, wait. Oh, oh that's something that wants our attention. Oh, yeah. Ooh, Ooh look at what this. What is that? It's a Chriselle Strauss or Staus. I can't even say her name right. That's how <laughs> unfamiliar I am with her. Now, this is the time, Colleen. Yeah. Where, like I said in the previous segment, Hollywood literally goes on break, shuts down yeah. for the next two weeks. If yeah. you are in Los Angeles right now, mm-hmm. the, there's the, a big the, sorry we're closed sign all is, over Los Angeles. <laughs> the 405 yeah. is free and flowing. Yes. But literally, the town shuts down for the last two weeks of the year. Mm-hmm. Not kidding you. And so the actual celebrities are doing their vacationing things. They're at their giant Montana ranch. Mm -hmm. They're in the south of France. They're in Bora Bora. Basically, they're not feeding stories to the tabloids. They're living their lives. They're actually living their lives. For themselves. Yes. For Mm -hmm. themselves, their friends, and their family. Yeah. That are legitimate. Yeah. So instead, in their place, we have an insatiable appetite for new content. Yes. The eyeballs need to be looking at something because just because Hollywood shuts down doesn't mean the Internet shuts down. No. So in its place, we're getting all of these Z-listers who are coming out of the woodworks and they are getting front page coverage on our favorite tabloids. I give you Chriselle Staus now, and I Jason know, Oppenheim. I know a lot of people, are like not maybe a lot of people, but there are probably there's a handful of people who are like, what? No, Chriselle Staus is a big deal. Well, because we know her name from Selling Sunset. We also know her name because she used to be married, right, to um, oh, Justin Hartley. Did I just make up his name? Oh, the, the guy, guy from, from This, this is, is Us. Us. Yeah. Um, right? They were married. Yes. Yes. So, so like, she has had, she's, like, touched, she's touched fame, um, but she still, I would still put her firmly in the C-list category. Yes. 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 Not a name that is a... Household. That is household, yeah. but what a great time to try to become a household name is during the zombification season yes, here we of are. Hollywood celebrities. Here we are. She's... Breaking up. Brains. And, and brains. <laughs> and where are they? I don't know. Right? Hello. Uh-huh. She's speaking out and she's talking about splitting with Jason Oppenheim, who is also a star, I believe, on Selling Sunset. Yeah. They made their relationship public five months ago. And oh, look, conveniently, we decided to break up after five months and we're announcing it in the zombification weeks mm-hmm. where no tabloids would be covering the story as a front page headline. Right. If not so for the lack shot. of content. This is they're right. shooting their shot, right? That's yeah, they a, are. That's a high school musical yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, they're shooting their shot right okay, now. They're great. like, they're like, look at there is a wide open space. We're gonna show up and fill it up right now with us. Yeah. Now, and it, and it's getting really dramatic, Colleen. My oh God, eyes are wait. rolling because over on her Instagram account, I'm I'm not gonna click on it. I Page will. six has done the work <laughs> for me. Thank you, Colleen. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, 
She will always love Jason Oppenheim, despite their differences in what they want out of life. Jason was and is my best friend, and other than our ideas, for family ultimately not being oh. aligned, the amount of respect and love we have for each other will not change going forward. <laughs> Colleen, these people dated for five months. Holly, it's these people way dated for five months. It's way better than that. That is the last paragraph of a three-paragraph announcement. Can I just... Get schmaltzy for you on her behalf. Okay. I have tried to embrace the world I have found myself in, and that includes being open and honest about my relationships. Again, this is a post. Uh, uh, we call these tweetstagrams when they use their Instagram to show us words. Uh, and this, so this is from Chriselle Stouse. It felt scary and terrifying knowing that it might not end in what society deems a success and what I am ultimately looking for. But after many long, heartfelt talks, I am choosing to see it as a success no matter what label is attached to it publicly. Mm-hmm. And then she writes Thank what you. you said. Jason wasn't as my best friend. Okay. Thank, they dated Colleen for five, five months. months. I have dated people like... for five months. And maybe you get ghosted if you're lucky right. and it's no big deal. And you're like, well, maybe I got a couple dinner dates out of it. It's fine. Listen, but see, but but here's the other thing is like if you are a person who is trying to squeeze from the turnip of pop culture and celebrity, you are going to continue to squeeze as hard as possible. And she's that's what this dramatic. I mean, that is dramatic. Oh, yeah. That is social media thigh mastering. (laughs) Squeeze, squeeze, squeeze your way to shapely headlines and stories. I will say, though, I see all of these. uh, There are like many, many blue check marks who are commenting on this, which is like my other favorite flex on Instagram is when a celebrity does something performative like this and then all the blue checks like all the verified blue checks come out because they'll get attention oh yeah because they know that the algorithm is going to select their comment but all of these blue checks most of them are ones I don't really know they're kind of you know like it's Tina Louise the model not the uh not the Gilligan's yes, exactly. Island actress. <laughs> yes, well, yeah. Tina Louise, yep. who was in her own publationship yep. with Brian Austin Green right. at it's, some point in the past year Yeah, and there's a half, it just two. a bunch of Z-listers who are like, I will jump on this. Thank you. Well, yeah, that's how you get attention. Right. And, you know, so, okay, so we talked about that publationship. Okay. It's conveniently over. Now, new beginnings for a blossoming publationship. Oh, how exciting. Olivia J. Giannulli and Jacob El- <sighs> Elordi. <laughs> Sorry, that's one of those things where you're just like, that's yeah. the thing where you read the name. Yeah. And then you say it out loud. It's two different experiences. Right. Well, anyways, so he was just in a publicationship. He just broke up with Kaya Gerber, the model, the daughter yes. of Cindy Crawford. Well, I still need to be in headlines. I I need to be photographed. Yeah, I can't just go away. I can't just go away. Well, great. Let's pay attention to this zealous publicationship. It's December 22nd. Nobody's doing anything. Right. So they're photographed out and about in Los Angeles getting coffee. And if we know one thing, Colleen, oh. if you're getting coffee with somebody, what does that mean? You are doing it. You're doing it. Also, can I just say, like, the the staging of the, these pictures. I mean, Olivia Jade is wearing the biggest sweatpants in the whole wide world and, like, slippers outside, which is such a rich people flex. I can't even, right? Like, the, like look as... Look as un- disheveled and unkempt as you possibly can on a date. It means that we're keeping it casual. Yeah, man. We're just like, just like we're yeah, we're just going for coffee. Like yeah. we're not. This isn't like red carpet. We're just like hanging. Yeah. And he loves me for me. 
Like, he loves me with my trucker hat. And, like, what? Are they carrying, like, two liters of Schweppes? Like, <laughs> what is that? Somebody had a tummy ache. Right? Colleen. It's very odd. The whole thing is strange. And whose dog is that that he's walking? I mean, they look serious. I mean, you know, and here's the thing. Page six ran with the story because what else are they going to do? Nothing. They got nothing else and going on. And what else on. are we going to do? Well, I'm going to tell you what else we are going to do. I'm going to tell you what we did last night. Uh, wait, that sounded weird. We watched, both of us watched Being the Ricardos, and we have some thoughts. We're going to share our thoughts with you on Being the Ricardos after this on My Talk 1071.